Я думаю, что каждый тоже изменился. Вы можете измениться. может измениться. You're listening to WowFireRadio.com presents the Jerry Torres program. No bad news, no sad news, no politics, no religion, just happy fun stuff. And now, here's your host, Jerry Torres. Five-time Emmy Award-winning anchor Ron Burgundy and Tits McGee. Now go do that voodoo that you do. Wow! Thank you! Oh my god! I'm on the air live! Welcome, one and all, cats and kitties and puppies and dogs and all you wonderful people out there listening to the Jerry Torres program here on wildfireradio.com. And just click on studio, type in wildfireradio.com, click Studio A to listen live. Or if you like to call in, the number is 856-457-8660. I'd like to thank you, one and all, to listening. And please give a round of applause to my great producer, Taylor. Don't laugh. What's going on? There you go. They love you, man. Oh, my God. How was your uh, time off weekend? Are you ready for this Memorial Day weekend? Any plans? Any barbecues? Uh, Nothing as of yet. Nothing? Well, I'm going to keep it simple, but I mean, the weather's going to be in the 90s, near the 90s. Hot and humid, finally. All this weather from this Seattle and London weather that we got, it's now dissipating. It's now leaving. Thank God. Now I can cut my grass. I got the rainforest in my front and backyard, and I'm tired of it. So, I mean, uh, right now I'm going to be cutting the grass, exercising. I'm going to have a busy Memorial Day weekend, even though I wish everyone a real great Memorial Day weekend. I don't know what everybody's planning, but if you'd like to call in, please tell me. Let me know. And you think I care what you're going to do? No. But that's what I think of your time off. All right. Don't laugh. I'm sorry. Well, I'm not sorry. But I'd like to thank you one and all for listening. And uh, I got some comedy shows coming up pretty soon. I got uh, the the uh, Comedy Kills Cancer. I'm still working on that one, man. And uh, right now I'm also doing another fundraiser benefit show coming up. And the rest is just open mics. But a show is a show. You got to do it. You got to get stage time. And uh, I'm trying to keep myself busy, my head above water right now. Like, Taylor, who's playing right now because you're watching the baseball game? Phillies are playing? Yeah, the uh, Braves. What's the score? Nothing. <laughs> wow, you make a great sports commentator. <laughs> I mean, not much has happened. <laughs> Nothing happened. Wow. That game last night with the uh, Golden State Warriors, whoo, man, I was relieved. <laughs> yeah, it was a long one. I know it was a long game, but hey, it was a good game. But I mean, hey, they still got how many more games? One more, two more games to go? Now they're tied 2 2. Oh, God, man. Now, now it's a game. Now yeah. you call that a game. Yeah. Oh, sheesh, man. Because I know, because me and Taylor placed a $50 bet. I bet I bet it that the Celtics and the Golden State Warriors will play, you know. And did you said. I just said Golden State. Golden State. Okay, okay. Well, Boston still got a chance, so we'll see what happens with them. And uh, I don't know what the outcome is going to be. But, I mean, all in all, 
Oh god, the rain's coming back. You know what? I'm gonna ride my electric car here real quick. I'm just working on some new sound effects I got. That's this is what you get when you're on a podcast show, people. You try to entertain yourself as much as you can. But I'm back. I had a pretty good uh, weekend and stuff like that, and uh, I'm trying to keep myself busy. But before I begin a lot of the uh, the show, I'd like to give a shout out to a very special lady that's very near and dear to my heart. And uh, I really like her. I really care for her deeply. But, uh, you know, we're trying to work things out. Claudia, if you're out there listening, uh, you know, I hope you like that balanced peanut butter bar that you ate and that I gave you today. And I hope you enjoyed it because I know that's what you like. I still remember things you said you liked and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, you're very near and dear to me. And uh, I hope we can take the time to work things out and uh, hopefully have a great future together. So let's take baby steps. And, uh, you know... Uh, you go to my head, you know, so if you're out there with your going out there with your family camping this Memorial Day weekend, please be safe. OK, we're going to get a tan and uh, have fun. Be safe. OK, and uh, see you when you come back. OK, anyway, I know what you're all going to say. I know what you're all going to say, people. I know. I know. I know. I know. Here we go. God damn it. I hit the wrong button again. Here we go. OK, here we go. I know what everybody's going to say. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, you see. Awesome. Awkward. <laughs> Taylor just doesn't care, and he doesn't have, you know, he has no soul, no heart. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying. Look, man, I'm getting over this. Look, my sinuses are really bad. I blew my nose. I blew. I breathed through my diaphragm before I came on, and my nose is still clogged up. You know, these sinus sprays are not working. I got to find a, I got to go to my doctor and get a really good one. I'm talking about where my, it, like, as if I sniffed cocaine, it just destroyed the nasal canal. Because I, I sound really nasally. To, do I sound nasally or do I sound the same? I sound the same, right? Yeah. I just don't understand what is it with my voice, man. But I love my voice. But before, you know, we begin the depression thing, ladies and gentlemen, I mean, uh, I got a new segment up. You know, yeah, I look, I know you guys love the philosopher and you guys love the fashion guy, which I haven't done him in a while. And uh, I got to be me. A lot of my friends say they love the guy. I got to be me thing, you know, because now they're singing that to their girlfriends. You know, hey, baby, you don't like the way I am. I got to be me, you know. And uh, it's a good feeling that people like some people are listening. I don't know who the hell is, but um, uh, right now uh, in the super douchebag, they love that one. What else I got there? The fashion guy. I haven't done the ambassador. Yeah, I haven't done the super douchebag in a while. I got to bring that guy back. But anyway, uh, I got a new one. It's called Brain Farts. Yes, as a matter of fact, I have it right here. And uh, before I get into the brain fart thing, I just wanted you to listen to, to uh, the intro of it. Let me see if I got it. Here it is. Now, take a listen. Tell me what you think, people. All right? Before I begin, this is going to be in a new segment, okay? Oh my God! It's not working. Now, now, broaden your horizons and expand your mind. It's time for brain farts. Huh? You like that one, right? Well, I'm going to play, because people always say, hey, I just got a brain fart. Hey, I just got a brain fart. Every time I hear that, it's like, man, that's a good topic. So what it is a brain farts is stuff that's educational, you know, stuff that I get from a Snapple cap. 
<laughs> it's like, hey, people got to know this. You know, like, I'll give you, okay, look, I'm going to start it again before I start with the show, okay? This is a, a quick example of what I'm talking about. Okay, here, here is the intro. All right, cats and kitties, here we go. Ready? It's time for... And now, and now to broaden now, your horizons and expand your minds, it's time for Brain Farts. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Brain Farts. Oh my God, I need lighting in here. But anyway, I get into that. So I don't have my glasses, God damn it. Ah, man. Well, anyway, I'll, when I get to the show, I have the stuff that I have written down here. But that's just a little sample I'm going to do later on in the show. So brain farts is stuff that's educational, people. Helps to expand its your mindus, all right? All right. Well, anyway, uh, I'll be doing uh, open mics next week, you know, to keep myself busy. It's Memorial Day weekend. I'm very lazy on the, on the open mics. I got to go back doing them on the stage again. Um, the Comedy Kills Cancer Fundraiser, I mentioned that. You know, my backyard and front yard looks like the rainforest. <laughs> and uh, let's see. All right. Well, the good news that there was that stupid royal wedding thing, and I didn't see it. Why? Because I'm straight. That's why. And who really cares? They'll be divorced in five years. Or as my buddy Curtis says, you know, they both should be shot dead. I didn't say that. My guy named Curtis, or so the FBI is listening, you know, trying to look for a guy that has two arms. All right. Anyway. So. Right now, let's start off with good news, people. Because so much, there's no, like I said, you heard in the intro, there, on my program, there is no bad news, no sad news, no politics, no religion, just happy, fun stuff, okay? So right now, we're going to start off with the good news right here. It is a waitress and a grandma of seven received $3,000 tip for hard work and smiling. Now, check this out, everybody. Michelle Bozeman just can't stop smiling. The 50-year-old waitress Rambling Jack's Rip Eye Restaurant in Napavine, Washington, got a very generous tip during her shift on Sunday evening. A couple traveling through town added an extra $3,000 tip on a modest $44 bill i first found out the co-worker said did you realize you got a three thousand dollar tip bozeman told today today food adding that the restaurant was busy and she didn't have the time for the couple you know to acknowledge of the three thousand dollar tip which she didn't know i looked at it and it was astounded on the back of the check was a note it says thanks for smiling you work hard and the country is in a bad place the note was also requested that she do something good for someone else with the money. Bozeman, who has been working as a waitress for over 20 years, said the couple had asked her about her family and she was briefly talked to them that she was supported three kids and a single mom. She also mentioned to them how much she loved her job and the people she works with. Now, they were just really nice people, she recalled. To pay it forward, Bozeman says she plans to share some of the money with her co-workers. And she said that she also plans to spoil her seven grandkids who range from... 3 to 17 years old. Bozeman and a friend are also planning a trip to Ireland, which they've been talking about for a while, but money issues halted their plans. As for what she wishes, she could tell the generous strangers who left the $3,000 tip. Bozeman says she wants them to know how much she appreciates it, and she told the Today Show what a world of difference they'll make in the life, and I'm also be definitely paying it forward. Oh, my God. She got a $3,000 tip all for smiling. 
Oh my God. I get, I smile at somebody. I get the middle finger. I get the number 1,000. You know what I mean? But that is so sweet. See, people, that's what you got to do. All this Trump and North crowds, North douche Trump and North and South Korea and all the shootings and all that stuff, which, by the way, my condolences go out to the people and the students of, of the shooting in Santa Fe. All the people here of uh, Wildfire Radio, our condolences and prayers goes out to them. But there's so much sad news. But like this, something like this it is beautiful that this lady smiles. She made someone's day. Simple thing. She got a $3,000 tip for it. And now she's paying it forward to help her co-workers and also with her family. You see, people, that's what you got to do, man. All this good news. You see, that's why my show is ranked number one in my imagination. Okay? Because why? I don't talk about one thing on my show. I talk about five to six different things. That's why people like my show. And I'm not putting down any podcasters out there. God bless them. You know, do what you got to do. You know, some of them talk straight politics. Some of them talk, talk straight, straight sports. You know, some of them talk about cars, which is awesome. Oh, which, by the way, uh, thank you, Tank and Papa, the reality check guys, for coming on. After my show, the uh, Fourth and Go guys are coming up next after me. All right? But anyway, I don't talk about one thing. I talk about five or six different things in my show. I like to keep my show interesting, all right? But see, that is beautiful, man. $3,000 tip, all because she was smiling, making someone's day. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Well, like I said, uh, we're going to continue on. See what I mean? A lot of beautiful stuff, and Taylor's not here to share my, my emotions, but that's okay. You know, he went out for a little while. He went. <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen. So let us continue on. Uh, let's see here. Let's go into the world of food. If I can find a goddamn thing here. Oh, uh, here we go. Make me a sandwich. No, I'm not going to make a sandwich. Get the hell out of here. All right. What? What the hell? See, this is, this is my front and backer. This is what it sounds like. All right. This is what it sounds Oh, by the way, uh, I'm going to go see Solo this Friday. No, no, Solo never used, he has no Jedi power, he doesn't use a lightsaber. But um, he has a very hairy girlfriend, you know what I mean? But anyway, I'm going to go see that this weekend. But besides that, I'll get back to the regular stuff that I'm talking about, which is food. No, not that one, that one. No, goddammit, that one. That's the one, yeah. So, alright, today's food is, we're going to talk about, let's see, is corned beef panini with caramelized Guinness onions. Mm-mm-mm. Make me a sandwich. <sighs> Man. Now, okay, I had corned beef sandwich before, and I went to these delis in New York and Philly. They always make them really big. Like, they really want my heart to stop and have a great, you know, cardiologist on hand in case, you know, this stuff really stops my heart. But corned beef panini caramelized Guinness onions takes leftover corned beef and transforms it into a delicious warm panini with cheddar cheese and caramelized Guinness onions on marble rye bread. Now, if you ever had Jewish rye or marble rye, you know when you toast it, that oh, that heavenly aroma just comes and hits you right there in the face. You know, I love it. I love it. If... If marble rye bread was a woman to sit on my face, I would love it. How about you guys? Hey, what do you mean you don't like it? I love it, all right? Ready. See what I mean? If you don't like it, I want y'all to get the... Get out of here. 
Oh, man. But anyway, on the side, some people prefer chips, macaroni and cheese, fries. I prefer sweet potato fries with fresh coleslaw. Hey, oh, good. Taylor's back. All right. Now, uh, so this is not like I said, people love that on the side. It's the same. Now, when you make this, it's the same way when you make a grilled cheese sandwich, except, except uh, you know, you put a little something bigger on it. Um, now, this is really good to try. Now, like I said, the delis in New York and Philly, they make them really big. And for one person to eat it, you know, these sandwiches are so big, it's like for a party of five. Now, I'm going to now to go with that. Uh, now, let's see. Hold on. To go with that corned beef panini with caramelized Guinness onions. I say to go with that would be a very nice cold Miller Lite. To go with that corned beef sandwich. And uh, did you see that? Did you hear about the food that I mentioned? I don't know if you ever had it. Ready? It uh, is the corned beef panini with caramelized Guinness onions. I'll, I'll take one. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You see what I mean? Make me a sandwich. Uh, get back. I don't need your help. God damn it. You know, so... I prefer, now, like I said, I've seen these sandwiches. They're making freaking huge in these delis. Uh, but, I mean, hey, if that is what you prefer, for me, I prefer the corned beef sandwich, the panini caramelized Guinness onions. On the side, I would rather have it with sweet potato fries and a nice, fresh, with a lot of mayonnaise, coleslaw. So that, and also, yeah, I'll have it with a nice Miller Lite. Why not? So, ladies and gentlemen, that is your food of the week. If you want to make it yourself, I say go to Pinterest.com or FoodNetwork.com or go to your local, very famous, go online, check out a five-star deli in Philadelphia, New York, or in Jersey that make a great corned beef panini with caramelized Guinness onions. So, that is your food of the week. Make me a sandwich. That is a sandwich. Make me a sandwich. Shut up. Oh, my God. All right, people. Oh, we got an electrical surge here. Now we're going to go into the world of cars, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. All right. Why did I not have this set up? All right. Which I'm going to set it up right now. All right. Before I get back on that one. And let's see. Here we go. I know I should have had this. Uh, da, 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 da. Here we go. Mm hmm. 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 Oh my God! Why is it not working? There we go. All right, dun, dun, dun. all right, all right. There we go. Hold on, hold on, hold on. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Now, like I said, the world of cars. It is the 1959, which appeared in the 1984 classic comedy, the car that I am talking about. Oops, give it time to warm it up. No, no I should have had it warmed up, but I didn't. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. The car that I'm talking about, the Ghostbusters Cadillac 1959 Ecto-1, the vehicle used for Ecto-1 in the 1984 classic hit Ghostbusters. Yes, built by Miller Meteor Company, it appeared in Ghostbusters 1 and Ghostbusters 2, also in the mm -hmm, remake reboot, came out in 2016. Now, uh, what the hell happened? Oh, okay. Um... It appeared in Ghostbusters 1 and 2. A combination was the end loader variety. Dr. Ray Stans found the vehicle shortly after he mortgaged off his mother's house to buy the firehouse. But at 90%, he didn't even bargain with the guy. 
Now, because of the mechanical skills, he was able to repair the vehicle, which he acquired for $4,800. After the repairs were completed, the vehicle had a quite a unique character. It became a well-recognized symbol for the Ghostbusters franchise. The vehicle had enough room in to store proton packs for all of the crew, along with ecto goggles, PKE meters, and a slew of traps. And after purchasing the vehicle, in now it was in poor condition when Ray Stance purchased the vehicle. And he had to make so many repairs. Now, if you remember what the car needed, I remember by list in my mind, because I've seen that movie so many times, I never get tired of it. I love the Ghostbusters. You ever seen Ghostbusters? It's been a while. Ugh, but all right, I forgot your age, but you got to see it. It's awesome. That, not the new one, the, the original one. Yeah. yeah, thank you. Okay. <laughs> now, this was the list of repairs I could do it the way he did it. Well, let's see. The car needs suspension work, shocks, brakes, brake pads, lining, steering box, transmission, rear end. So, <laughs> and now and so on and so on. New rings, mufflers, little wiring, you know. So, that was the car needed so much. But after the members of the team of the scientists, Harold Ramis, Dan Aykroyd, Bill Murray, and... Oh my god. Oh my god. I forgot the. Oh my god. Anyway, the fourth guy um, lost their cushy positions at the University of New York City. They decided to become Ghostbusters to wage a high tech battle with Supernatural for money. They stumble upon a gateway to another dimension, a doorway that will release evil upon the city. The Ghostbusters must now save New York from complete destruction. Feature song, as you're listening right now, was Ghostbusters, was a top 10 hit. The sequel, Ghostbusters 2, was good reboot, you know, and the 2016 one was eh, eh, eh. But, ladies and gentlemen, the that is your car of the week, which was a very cool car. I've seen the car at a car show, the Ghostbusters Cadillac 1959 Ecto-1. Which was on display one time at a car show many years ago. They put a gate around it, but it looked pretty cool to see it. And uh, for this movie to be memorable in movies, it'll be memorable for many years to come in many Halloweens, okay? So that is your car of the week, the Ghostbusters Cadillac Ecto... God damn it, one. There we go, okay. <laughs> oh my god. The Ghostbusters Cadillac 1959 Ecto-1, which appeared in the 1984 hit... Ghostbusters 1 and Ghostbusters 2. Oh, man. I need some watery poo, people. Ah, yes. All right. So now let's see what we got here. So movies at the movies at the box office. Deadpool, as always, made $125 million at the box office. was number one. Avengers Infinity Wars made only $28 million. And Book Club, now, it made $12 million. I'm not putting down anyone that's in that film. But if you're a pussy-whooped guy, you know, your woman wants to see that. You know, we know what you are. You know. Chicken. Or a rooster. Or a cock. Anyway, I prefer cock. Okay, anyway, don't don't replay that one, okay? I didn't mean it like that, Taylor. <laughs> All right. Now, um, so those were your top three movies of the weekend. And this Friday is Solo, a Star Wars story, which is this Friday. You going to go see it? Star Wars? Uh, I heard it's not good, right? Oh, man. I've been hearing mixed reviews left and right, man. There's a new guy that plays new, Ch new Chewbacca. You know that, right? No. No? Um, 
Well, was I forgot the original guy that played him, but uh, yeah, this uh, this new guy, same height as the original guy that played Chewbacca. Uh, he was there as like his uh, teacher, you know, like teach him how to yeah. walk and talk like the the original Chewbacca. And get this, he does the Chewbacca voice without the voiceover. Okay. Yeah, he said you can, you'll hear it in the, the guy did it. He did it in an interview yesterday, a couple of shows. And uh, yeah, he said he does it in the movie, so you're going to hear it. I was like, oh, that's sweet. So that is the opening movie this weekend. Uh, I'm already like, hearing mixed reviews about it, but I'm going to go see this Friday, and I'll be the Jamaica judge. All right, people, now we're going to go to movie recommendation. Movie recommendation is movies that I've seen, and I recommend Taylor to see them because he's a very young guy, 26 years old, and me being a very much younger sexy guy. You know, uh, I've seen all these movies because why I'm a movie buff guy. I got a PhD in this stuff. All right, so movie recommendations, movies that I've seen, such as Western, sci-fi, action, drama, comedy, sports, classic. And today's recommendation is classic. And that is the 1977 classic suspense movie. It is called The Sorcerer. No, it is not about magic. Now, the movie The Sorcerer, it's a very great film. Came out in 1977. The story is a very original uh, storyline. The story is about a small South American town in Porvenir. Four men on the run from the law from the states. They go down south to South America to this small town. Now they're running from the law. Now this town is offering them ten thousand dollars in legal citizenship if they will transport a shipment of dangerously unstable nitroglycerin to an oil well 200 miles away in one of these big rig Mack trucks. Led by Jackie Scalon, played by Roy Schneider, the legendary actor, the men set off on a hazardous journey during which they must contend with dangerously rocky roads, unstable bridges, and attacks from local guerrillas. The four fight for their lives as they struggle to complete their dangerous quest. Now, the movie was directed by William Friedkin, a legendary, written by Waylon Green, and based on a novel by Jorge Arnaud. Uh, are nude, I think, or he is nude. I don't know. It stars Roy Schneider, Bruno Camere, and Francisco Rabal. Now, I've seen this movie. I love the movie. It was intense and had great suspense and a powerful performances from the cast. Now, yes, there were some shootout scenes. There were like a couple action scenes in it. But and mind you, in those days, there was no CGI. It was actual stunts that they really had to do to make this movie very suspenseful. And it will, it's a nail biter. It will keep you on the edge of the seats because they have to transport nitroglycerin 200 miles away to this oil rig place. And, uh, you know, all right, if you haven't seen this movie, okay, they succeeded. But, you know, they made a lot of sacrifices. So, all in all, this is a very great movie. You'll love it. You know, that 1977 big deal, you know. It's a one of the best movies I've suspense movies I've seen in a long time, and it's very and highly original. They'll never make movies like this anymore. But I loved it. So this is the movie that I recommend: the 1977 classic, The Sorcerer, starring Roy Schneider, Bruno Cremier, and Francisco Rabal. So I would say go out there and see it. That's what that's what she said. Shut up, both of you. <sighs> anyway. All right, let's go into the world of sports, ladies and gentlemen. All right, all right. This is the world of hockey. Winnipeg, Manitoba. Ryan Reeves scored the winning goal. Mark andrea Fleur made 31 saves, and the Vegas Golden Knights already in the freaking playoffs. Can you believe that? An expansion team going to the Stanley Cup? Crazy, man. God, man. 
I'm not, listen, I'm not a, look, I play, I'm a, I'm an ex-athlete, you know, and one thing I've always learned is never be a sore loser, always support, you know, the, the underdog, which is like the Eagles, you know what I mean? You know, like uh, when Chicago Cubs haven't won a World Series in 108 years, they finally win one, yeah, you know, New York Rangers beat the curse, you know, and finally won the Stanley Cup, and all these other teams, all right, but this, this is an expansion team. Now, I can understand if they've been around for like 80 years having winning a Stanley Cup and they finally go, yeah. But this is the first. How many? Oh, my God. Listen, I know there's a lot of hockey fans that don't like the Jersey Devils, you know. But there's a lot of hockey fanatics that don't like Canadian hockey fanatics that don't like the Golden Knights. You know, First time for everything. All right. But I say, hey, go ahead, Golden Knights. Do what you got to do. First time in the Stanley Cup, first time of the season going to the Stanley Cup, first time an expansion team going to the World uh, Stanley Cup. Who knows what will happen, all right? So, all in all, and UFC Chile, that was in Chile, a big fight there uh, that happened this past weekend. I didn't know about it. I had to go online and look at it. But Tatiana Suarez could be a problem for the UFC's women Stray straw weight division. The twenty-seven the twenty-seven-year-old Melina MMA representative earned her third straight octagon triumph in an impressive fashion at the UFC Fight Night Chile 129 when she submitted Mexican prospect Alexa Grasso with a rear naked choke at two minutes and forty-four seconds into the opening round of Saturday's co-main event in Santiago, Chile. Suarez, a two-time bronze medalist in the World Championship Freestyle Wrestling, wasted no time. Basically, Suarez was able to take her back and basically take a long before Suarez was able to slide her arm under the opponent's chin and to secure a tap out. Now, with the victory, Suarez ties reigning 150-pound queen Rose Namajunas for the longest active winning streak in the division. Now, rumor has it that she might want to fight this woman that just won, Alexa Grasso, might want to fight Rose Namajunas. So, that's big talk right now. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Now, now, we are going to what I was talking about earlier is a new segment that I have. And y'all going to love it. I love it. Taylor's already excited. I mean, look at that. The guy just gets, just can't. It's already gay. Play it again. I'm like, all right, all right, calm down. So, ladies and gentlemen, the new segment that I have, this is going to expand your mind, broaden your horizons. This is going to educate people, okay? This is really going to help if I could find the goddamn thing. Nope. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Failure, 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 failure. Where is it? I know I had it in here. <laughs> All right, people. Wait. Before I begin, I'm not going to continue till I find it. And I know I have it in here. Oh, God. All right, here we go. I'm going to go up slow. There we go. All right. Now, I'm going to go back on here. So, ladies and gentlemen, get ready to educate your minds from Professor Torres. Well, that's the philosopher. Mr. Torres in Brain Farts. Let's play that again. God damn it. All right, here we go. And Brain Farts. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's right. It's time for brain farts. That's right. All right, so let's see what we're going to talk about here in brain farts, ladies and gentlemen. 
This is the stuff that I found educational. I didn't go to no library, looked it up online. I found these in the Snapple caps. These are very interesting stuff, all right, people? Uh, let's see if we can play a little something here. You know what? Hold up. I'm going to go on here. No, I can't. God damn it. Okay. Nah, forget it. I was going to say if you can play Hot for Teacher, but uh, <laughs> can you? Can you find it? I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> Taylor was busy Taylor texting his friends. But All right, back to on here. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's start with the first one with brain farts, okay? Now, like I said, I have the philosopher, fashion guy. I got to be me, you know, the super douchebag of the week, but this is brain farts. All right, here we go. Your first one to educate your minds. This is what I found in the Snapple cap, all right? Wombat droppings are cube-shaped. Huh? Yeah, it's something new, right? You know, the fourth and go guys out there, because they would love this. <laughs> so that, that's interesting. You know, wombat droppings, wombat shit, basically, poopy, caca, come out in a cube-shaped. Wow, that is interesting. They sound like dice as soon as they come out and hit the floor. You know, all right. So I know, hey, hey, that's a brain fart. All right, here we go. Now, let's see. Robert Heft, who designed the current U.S. flag in high school as a high school project, received a B minus because it lacked originality. Huh? That's a brain fart. Oh, my God. How could this guy, he designed a flag and he gets a B minus as a project from a teacher? You know, now the flag is super popular, you know? Ah, man. So Robert Heft, who designed the current U.S. flag, got a B minus for it. That's a brain fart. Right? Wait a minute. Okay. <laughs> All right. Now, the raised bump reflectors, you know, like when you're driving down the road and you see those reflectors that you often hit? Okay, those are called raised bump reflectors on U.S. roads. Now, they're named bot dots. Huh? Right, Taylor? It's educational, right? Educational, you know? Now, when you go see your friends, you can just tell them, hey, you know those things on the road? They're called bot rots. And you know, they would love you. You got free drinks around. <laughs> you know, it's like, wow, I never knew that was like that, Taylor. You are freaking cool. That's a brain fart. They're called bot dots on the road. Oh, my God. That's a brain fart. I love it. I know you do. Okay. Here's another one. Here's another one of beautiful brain farts. No, wait a minute. Fail. No, it's not a fail. No. Rejectable. It is not rejectable. Shut up. <laughs> uh, anyway, so Australia's first police force was made up of well-behaved convicts. Well, basically, Australia was a, you know, was a place to put their convicts in. But at the time, you know, there was corruption. I looked it up, you know, yeah, there was a lot of corruption. So they hired these guys that were big thugs and they became like a police force, to, you know, well-behaved convicts, basically. So that's a brain fart. You know what I mean? No, it's not. That's my college band, ladies and gentlemen. Like, they really don't like it. Only one guy likes it. I love it. Thank you. Oh, my God. Yeah. You want me to continue? Yeah. Okay, here we go. All right, here's another brain fart you're going to love, people. All right. The first 
18-hole golf in America was built on a sheep farm in 1892. Ah, Taylor, now you can say that to your friends. You can impress them. You can be like the Cliff Clavin. <laughs> well, uh, did you know that the first 18-hole golf in America was uh, built on a sheep farm in 1892? You know, you'd be the coolest guy at the party. Is, is that the fourth and go? Hey, what's up, guys? Look, they see, they stopped. No, they haven't stopped to listen. They just don't want to learn. Okay, fine. <laughs> Game. It over. is not over. Shall I do one more? Yeah. All right, okay. Now, here's your last brain fart. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Napoleon suffered from fear of cats. Here was an emperor, a conqueror, a general, high-ranking general, a king, basically, what he was. This man didn't fear his enemies. He faced them head on from the Prussians to the British, you know, and to his own people. But this man had a fear of cats. What a pussy. <laughs> Get it? What a pussy. <laughs> oh, man, that was funny to me. So anyway. So that is a brain fart. And Napoleon had suffered from a fear of cats. What a pussy. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Anyway, so that is your segment here, ladies and gentlemen, of my new segment that I worked on already, Taylor, once more. But this is just a little example of my new segment that I call. Oh, crap. Hold on. I put the wrong button in here. Here we go. Put the switch in here. Switch with your secretary. Okay, there we go right there. And then we go back. And we go back. All right. This is the new segment that I call. God damn it. The new segment that I call. And now, and now to broaden now, your horizons and expand your minds, it's time for Brain Farts. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. So tune in next week. I'll be thinking of more brain farts that I find more education in, not just in a book, not just looking online, but in the back of a Snapple cap. That's right, people. So that is my new segment of the week. It is brain farts. Okay. Now, let's see what we got. I did the movie thing. I did the sport thing. Oh, God. Why am I reading all of you down here? Okay. I did the brain fart thing. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Now we're going to go to the love TKO woman of the week. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. This is my favorite part of the, sh of the program where I talk about beautiful women out there all over the world in modeling and TV shows and in movies. Movie men that dream about and women wish they can kiss them. Whatever. Anyway. So... This woman, your love TKO woman of the week, this woman, she is a German-American actress best known for the role of Vanessa on Atlanta. In 2016, she also appeared in the Netflix anthology series Easy, while in 2018, she was in the Marvel Comics character Nina Thurman, 
Domino in Deadpool 2. And she did a great job as Domino in Deadpool 2. She was very funny and also very, uh, she got some fighting skills in the movie. Ladies and gentlemen, the and not only that, she was also going to be in the third Deadpool. That's the rumor going around because she did such a great job. But she's very attractive. She's got a wonderful smile. She's very talented. Ladies and gentlemen, your love TKO Woman of the Week is... Where the hell is it? Oh, there it is. Zazie Beats. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Zazie Beats. I hope I'm pronouncing that name correctly. But that is your love TKO Woman of the Week. You got to see her in Deadpool 2. She's great. She fights on Juggernaut. Oops, sorry. Spore alert. But uh, she did a great job. She was a great sidekick to uh, Ryan Reynolds in the movie. And she was very talented. Very funny. She got some great comedic skills in the movie. And uh, she did a great job. And I hope she's in the third one in future Marvel films to come. Because she was great. And uh, she was awesome. X-Force, you know. But congratulations, Ms. Zazie Beats. You are the love TKO woman of the week. All right, then, ladies and gentlemen. Now, I have um, I have a topic. I have some topics I want to talk about. And uh, I think I'll talk, go with two. You know, let's see. I mentioned Claudia. Yeah, she's on there. Okay. And let's see here. Da, 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 da. I got, a, I got a new closing. I'm going to use that one later on. But the th one thing that I want to talk about, and uh, I recently made a uh, last week's show, I made a comment about a woman that, um, that said, you know, she's very attractive. She likes to take a lot of selfies and she works out. You know, I'm not going to mention her name because this woman is too goddamn sensitive, you know, because she contacted me back on instant message and... Uh, it's like, listen, I didn't make no sexual comments or cross the line with anything. I just said you were very attractive. You got a big back and you like to take selfies of yourself. Now, this woman in particular, she does real estate. You know what I mean? And uh, um, yeah, I said she was attractive. But, you know, I, I heard I let other women listen to it and they knew right away I wasn't crossing. And I let her read what she wrote to me. And you know what? I blocked her because I really don't want to effing hear it. All right. Because if someone makes a compliment, you know, this is what she wrote. You know, I, I take myself very seriously. You know, yes, I understand. You know what? Yeah, I apologize and most people will laugh it off. Now, a good friend of mine who was on my show before, Tasia Breeson, um, she is awesome. She can take a joke. She knows that I'm, you know, that basically this is a comedic show. You know, it's about funny ha-ha stuff, you know. And this woman in particular, who I really want to mention her name, but like I said, she's too goddamn sensitive. Um, I don't want to hear. I blocked her basically because I really don't want to effing hear it. Whatever you're using, Roid Rage, you know what? I should mention your name because I should put your ass down, but I don't want to get in trouble with my bosses in here. And I don't want you calling or sending an email um, to my bosses saying that I said this and I said that, which I have evidence, which is on audio and evidence that women heard it, that I said nothing offensive. I didn't cross the line in any way or form. All I just said is you love to work out. You got a big back and you love to take a lot of selfies of yourself in your sweaty ass way, you know? So I basically, you know, uh, I don't like it when someone 
sends me a message um, after I sent an apology just to calm things down. You know, yeah, just because you take things seriously, you know, doesn't mean that, you know, you have to be serious all the time. Yeah, you're working on a career on real estate, which is a fucking fraud, you know. So am I upset? No, I'm, I'm not upset. You know, what I mean? because I just don't like it when someone's too sensitive and telling me, you know, and then, oh, my God, like she tried to hurt my feelings, Taylor. She was like, you know what? After you said those things, I don't want to be on your show. I don't want you on your my big ass you, you joker ass smile. She got a joker smile. I'm not kidding. It's the biggest ass smile I've ever seen on a woman. I think she's a half breed of the joker. You know? <laughs> yeah. And here's the thing, man. Um, I'm not trying to make this shock jock podcasting thing. Already my Taylor's like Taylor's like saying, don't give her out her name. I'm not gonna give out her name. I'm not, because she's so 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 freaking sensitive. Um, I can't stand people that can't take a joke. I can take a joke as much as the next person. If you make it funny, hey, I'm going to laugh. You know, like I make fun of Taylor's beard. He loves it, you know. <laughs> I make fun of him when he's watching the basketball games, not paying attention to me, you know. But that's that's how I am. He knows I'm joking around. He knows I don't take things seriously, you know. But this woman in particular, I don't know, man. I, I just don't like it when, when someone gets too sensitive and says, I take myself very seriously on my business and my workouts. I don't like it when someone tells me that it's make fun of me. And the way you stuff you described me, how can you do that? You know what? Shut the F up. All right? You and your big ass back and your joker ass smile. You know what? Your back and your smile match because they're both big. And you stop taking selfies of yourself all the time. Hire a professional goddamn photographer. All right? Yeah, you look good. You want to look good? You want to look better? Stop taking cell phones and pictures of yourself. Hire a photographer. If you got that money, making all that money in real estate, cheap. You know? You want to start a war? I'll start the war, but it's a war that you're not going to win. Okay? And don't try to get your big roid rage friends after me. I can defend myself very well. All right? I don't need backup. So this woman in particular, with your fake-ass weave hair... And your goddamn yellow teeth, you know, focus on your real estate stuff. Now, am I pissed off? No, I'm not pissed off. I just don't like it when someone, and I compliment somebody, and I joke around, and they take it so, like, as if I insulted them, which I didn't. And again, I let other women hear it. I let 20 women heard what I said. Not one said that I crossed the line, and not one woman said that I offended. All right? And my bosses heard it. They said I didn't cross the line. You know, but you, you take it as if I called you the B word or the C word or something or made something sexual. Yeah, I know the Me Too movement. I'm a big supporter of that. You know, I would never say anything to make it sound sexually offensive in any way or form. Yeah, I do the love TKO woman of the week thing. You know why? Because they're attractive. They're talented. You know, and I have to say, I have to give a shout out to them because they have talent. Yeah, of course, I mentioned, you know, they have a nice curvy body or they look good, you know. But I don't ever say anything to cross the line, make it sound like offensive or, or crossing the line sexual. You know, I'm very respectful to women. I just don't like it when I say something that's that's uh, jokative. I'll say that word jokative and nothing that's offensive and nothing that for me to cross the line to offend anybody. And yeah, I apologize. Yeah, I manned up. I apologized. 
But, uh, you know, this woman was like, I ain't refused. I don't want you on my goddamn show. Keep working out. Keep sweating your ass off. You ain't going to lose that weight. All right? Here's something. You're fat. There. Take that. Stop going to Planet Fitness or whatever the hell you go to. This woman probably thinks Planet Fitness is another planet in the galaxy. But anyway. Oh, Taylor likes that one, huh? <laughs> I go to Planet Fitness. I look at my telescope and try to look for it. Because my big back blocks this telescope. I can't see it. Now, listen. I prefer people on my show like Tasia Breeson. She's an awesome woman. And she can take a joke. She's an actress. She's a model. She's a writer. And I talked to her last night, and I promised to give out this shout-out, which I'm going to do right now. Now, it's called uh, now Tasia Breeson, who was on my show not too long ago. Um, I'm going to this event. It's called the Makeup and Breakup Series, which is coming out soon. And it's the stuff that she was working on. She has a lot of her friends and her co-workers working on this. Is her series premiere on the show? It's called is is it's called the Makeup and Breakup Series Brunch and Day Party, from noon to seven p.m. Special guest host would be my buddy Tasia Breeson. It will be at the Milk River Lounge, nine sixty Atlantic Avenue in Brooklyn, New York, which will be on June 9th. And uh, I'm going to this event because why? She came onto my show to support. I'm going to go over there to support her. Not only that, that she's my friend, but she's a talented actress. She's working really hard to make her dreams happen, which is like what I'm doing, you know. But this woman, Tasia, she's fantastic, you know. Yeah, she takes her job seriously, but she knows that she can take a joke as much as the next person. When she was on my show. She knows I was joking around, and she was joking around with me. We were going back and forth. It's called chemistry, you know, and it's called banter, and it's called having fun, all right? Big back, big lip woman that I'm, that I, that was, took my stuff offensive, you know what I mean? Let me just say this to you. You can't take a joke. Yeah, if you're taking your job seriously, then fine. Take your job seriously. Take your life seriously, and you're going to die seriously of a heart attack. Enjoy life, all right? Try a couple haha jokes. Try, try loosen up, okay, and stop taking selfies of yourself. Seriously, hire a photographer. You cheap, 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 cheap. I said it, cheap, cheap, cheap. <laughs> Look at Taylor. He's like ready to push a button or something. <laughs> Relax, man. I'm not gonna mention this woman's name because she's so freaking sensitive. Besides, I blocked her. I don't have time for a person like that. I blocked her from everything, you know. Because I don't understand. I really wanted her to be in my show to talk about her career and this and that, what she's working on, you know. But with this taking itself to her so seriously, I don't think I want her on my show, you know. And I don't care if you don't come on my show. You know, I really personally do not effing care, you know. Tasia is more than welcome to come on my show. And if your actress, Tasia, listen up. If your actress friends, female friends, want to come on my show, they're more than welcome any time to come on down. And I know they're going to come down to my show and have fun. That's what life is about, having fun. Um, but I'm just saying this to that, that real estate big back woman, you know, I don't care if you want or don't want to come on my show. I don't care if you take your stuff so seriously, okay? I don't have time for a person like that to mention in my life 
Yeah, I blocked you, and don't try to think that I, that that I blocked because I don't. I know I'm not a 16 year old kid going back and forth bantering on texting or instant messaging verbal stuff. I'm 46. I don't have time for that. So you know what I do? I block and delete. I move on with my life. You know, I don't want to hear any of your your emails. I don't want to read them. I personally don't care. All right. Just keep making your back bigger and keep working on real estate, you know, your pyramid scheme, whatever the hell you're working on. All right. Because seriously, life is too short to spend with a big ass lip woman, big back, fake ass weave. All right. So whoever you are, whatever you're doing now, keep sweating. All right. Because right now I'm not sweating you. All right. So life is Life with good friends such as Tasia Breeze and, and her friends are more than welcome anytime on my show. And besides, Tasia, real quick, a lot of my guy friends that are on the program, they really want you back. They don't want me. You know, you did something to them, okay? I want to thank you for that. <laughs> but besides that, ladies and gentlemen, like I said, life is too short. Enjoy. You know, if you can't take a joke, then, hey, that's how you are. But if you can't take a joke, joke back. You know, and that way they know that, you know, you don't take stuff too seriously. Have fun. Life is too short, people. Life is too short, man. I'm 46. I'm looking forward to be 86, man. But uh, enjoy life and uh, have fun because, you know, if you're going to take stuff too seriously, then, hey, you know, no one wants to be around someone that takes stuff too seriously because then you're boring. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, before I close the show, one more time for my buddy Tasia Breeson. On June 9th is the Makeup and Breakup Series Brunch and Day Party from noon to 7 p.m. Special guest host, again, my very special lady buddy, my very good friend, Tasia Breeson, at the Milk River Lounge, 960 Atlantic Avenue, Brooklyn, New York. All right. And there'll be a, a food there. There'll be a, a question, a Q&A. And she'll have, um, <clears throat> excuse me one second, people. Oh, my God, my throat. And if you're interested, contact Tasia Breeson on her uh, Facebook or Instagram. and Or get her to Guinness at G-E-N-I-U-S, Guinness at Dickens 57, behind it all. All right. You get all, you know, you find out everything that's happening. And if you want to know what the series is, go at, at Makeup and Breakup Series, okay? And check out what the show is about. So again, June 9th, the Makeup and Breakup Series, Brunch and Party Day from noon to 7 p.m. Special guest host, Tasia Breeson. She's going to hate me for saying her name like that. But it'll be at the Milk River Lounge, 960 Atlantic Avenue, in Brooklyn, New York. Again, I will be there to support her because she is fantastic and she's very talented. Well, ladies and gentlemen, my time's over. The fourth and go guys are here. And uh, before I close the show, I'm going to have you guys play my sponsors that don't pay us. If you're looking for that New York style and taste, then go to La Vida's Pizzeria. It has that New York feel and that Italian tasty touch. Mwah! A great place to eat with family and friends. La Vida's Pizzeria, located at 12 High Street, Mount Holly, New Jersey. For pickup or delivery, call 609-267-8957. La Vida's Pizzeria, excellent food, perfect New York taste. Okay, boys, let's see. 
Want to go somewhere and do something tonight? Then go to the Station Bar and Grill. It has full-service bar, 11 beers on tap, widescreen TVs to watch your favorite sporting event, plus appetizing food. Also, they cater to your special event in their private banquet room. And if you're looking for a great comedy, every Friday night is Comedy Night, hosted by Mike Bonner. Station Bar and Grill, located at 2625 U.S. Highway 130, Cranberry, New Jersey. Call 609-655-5550 or go online, stationbarngrill.com. Oops, oh, sorry about that. Here we go. Oh, God. That's what women say to me all the time. Well, ladies and gentlemen, before I close the show, if your car needs inspection or reinspection, go to Semraj Auto. Semraj Auto voted Burlington County's best auto repair service and New Jersey State approved inspection, reinspection, and emissions repair facility. New Jersey State ASC certified technicians. Semraj Auto, located at 1609 Route 38, West Lumberton, New Jersey. Check out his website at semraj.com or call Semraj to make an appointment. Call him at 609 267 Five five zero zero. Semraj Auto. They ought to know about your auto. Sorry, hit the wrong button. Race car. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I have a new closing song that I'm going to work out. This song, his birthday just passed. Leo Sayer, who's now 70 years old. He had a lot of classic hit disco songs such as this one. That's right. You make me feel like dancing. All right. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to thank everybody here to listening to another episode edition of the Jerry Torres program here on wildfireradio.com. Every Wednesday at 8 p.m. I will not be on next Wednesday. I'm taking off. But I would like to say for everybody that I'm going to work on new segments that I'm working on. Taylor, my producer, thank you so much. Your kick-ass producer. I appreciate it very much. I hope you and your family have a great Memorial Day weekend. You too, you fourth and go, guys. Thumbs up. Great. Okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, again, that's me, Jerry Torres. I want to thank everybody for listening. Before I leave, I'd like to say, whatever religious figure you believe in, may you be blessed. I bid you all a fond fondue. I'll be back the following Wednesday, and I wish everybody out there a great, safe Memorial Day weekend. Have fun. Be safe. I'll be back next Wednesday. So I ask you all, please don't go changing. Because why? Because you make me feel like dancing. Take it away, Leo Sayer.